Hey, real quick before we get the episode started, I forgot to say this during the episode because it was an interview and I got sidetracked. We now have a sponsor for the next few episodes. It is Fox Chiro Pedal Toppers on Reverb. There will be a link in the description if you're interested in that. Um, Andrew's going to start doing Boss Pedal Toppers. Actually, I know that because I have some in my possession now. So if you have a pedal, Boss Pedal, you have an Ernie Ball Volume, you have a Dunlop Wah, you have a, or not Dunlop Wah, whatever kind of Wah. I don't know all these things. Andrew does. Anyway, check them out on Reverb. He'll hook you up. It's really cool. The pricing's really great. Definitely check it out. Andrew's a really cool guy. Tell him I sent you. Anyway, before I know it, we're about to get to the podcast, so hang tight. Hang tight. Here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes. Three, two, one, go. Hey, it's Bibster and the Ginger Podcast. We are back. Um, it's not even been that long, so you can't, can't complain. Um, it's just Bibster again. Ginger is, well, let's see. Last time he was getting breakfast. Let's say Ginger's getting lunch now. Um, <laughs> we are again working on our interview series, and I have another YouTuber and guitar player because apparently we're a guitar podcast. I swear we're not a guitar podcast. You're a guitar podcast now, baby. We we might be, but you heard him there. Matt Flattery, to say it right. Flattery, yeah. Flattery, yeah. You, From- you know, if you, if you were a coach... Uh, if you were a PE coach in Texas in the 80s, you'd have it exactly right. Well, that's all that matters. But uh, <laughs> he runs Texas Toast. Oh, my gosh. I script the last name of the thing. Texas Toast Guitars, right? That's right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was like, this is a long day at work, and I literally like ran in the door to do this. But uh, Texas Toast Guitars. I'm we finally caught up because we meant to do this a while ago. Yeah, it has been. It's been kind of a like going back and forth and like, okay, this works. This doesn't work. This works, which is half the battle sometimes. Or not battle, but like the – Getting to getting the schedules to work out, but Matt, yeah, getting everything to jive. Matt, want to introduce yourself? Kind of say, kind of explain what you are, what what Texas Toast guitars are, and uh... okay. Well, so uh, I started Texas Toast guitars about eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been building instruments since 1989. Okay, um, but I started this company. A little while ago, I kind of got out of it, and I decided I wanted to get back into it, so I did, mm-hmm. and uh, here I am. Um, we make uh, we make handmade guitars using the old-school tools that the guys in the factories in the 50s used to use, and um, so we think that's kind of a neat thing. It's, it's definitely sexier mm-hmm. than the way they do it now, which, yeah. you know, I'm all about being sexy. Um, so that really should tell you everything you need to know about me is how sexy I am and how classy I am. No, I, I, um, so anyway, Texas toast was, uh, was something that we wanted to do. And, uh, and so we just started doing it. Um, what was the other part of the question? Oh, just kind of, I think you, I think you covered both sides there. Okay. It's kind of like who you are and what Texas toast. So you've been building instruments obviously for a while. Um, has yeah. that always been yeah. since when- about 30 years actually yeah. Oh, so yeah. Jeez, I, yeah. I sometimes i get things from people and they're like hey how long have you been building guitars and i tell them and they're like oh i've been doing it for longer than you i go okay congratulations Congra- good way to go um yeah that's wait, terrific now in 89 when you started was that your full-time gig or was that you were doing it on the side as a hobby no i went to uh that's when i went to roberto venn school of luthery okay in phoenix arizona um and roberto venn looks very very different now Mm-hmm. than it did when I was there. And the guitars that uh, are coming out of that school look very different now than they did when I was there, and they look better. And, uh, yeah, so uh, big big ups to Roberto Ben for for uh, raising their game. Cool. Uh, so you went to college for it. Obviously, so that was kind of your career in, in mind. That's what I was, wanted yeah. to do. You know, in back in, in the 80s, everybody who decided – they wanted to make guitars, wanted to be the next Paul Reed Smith. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, uh, and 
of course, nobody did no. besides Parts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but that's what everybody wanted. Um, and, you know, and, and I've since changed my mind about that from, from uh, those old days. And I decided I didn't need to uh, take on the world. I didn't need to sell guitars to 99% of the people who play guitars. And that's good because 99% of the people don't want to play my guitars. They want to play Paul Reed Smith's or Gibson's or Fender's. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm very happy to be making guitars for the 1%. Mm-hmm. The people who play my guitars are one percenters. <laughs> oh, oh, triggered. Uh, yeah, I think that's true because, you know, it's, it's a good mindset to have. I've talked to some other people that it's like, you know, you can have the goal of like, I want to set the world on fire and change everything. But then there's just a lot more headaches versus being like, I find what's comfortable, what I can, you know, basically it pays the bills. I can make a living off of it, but I'm not trying to, you know, you know, get into every guitar store around the nation because – at that point, there's more headaches than there is fun. Like you still get to be hands on in the company versus you know being able to just stepping back and you know not doing anything or not doing anything with the necessarily with the guitars. Well, yeah, and and we are definitely hands on. Yeah. Um, uh, and I wouldn't say that we make enough money to uh, you know to earn a living, but uh, <laughs> but we're we're trying and and uh, and we're 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 very slowly growing. And one of the things that's really helped us has been our um, has been social media, which has been it's a it is really a, a, a boon. I don't know how you started a business before. You know what? I, oh yeah. Without, without Facebook and Instagram and YouTube and and uh, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you can see Chris. Oh, I can. I, I, okay. <laughs> I can still um, see him. No one else can, but I can see him. Yeah. So oh. But, yeah. Oh yeah. He can see. He just not everybody watching this is going to be able. To yeah. Hear. Yeah. No. Yeah. You're going to be listening. You won't yeah, be exactly. seeing. <laughs> so yeah. Um. But uh, uh, that's Cody playing in the background. Ah. In case, I don't know if you can hear that. I can hear a little bit. Levels or not. But um. Yeah. So so having the ability to gain a wider audience is uh, is pretty unreal. Mm-hmm. Back in the old days, it was like, well, if you wanted to start a guitar company. You sold guitars to people who lived where you live. Yeah. And, and that was that was really it. And you had to take ads out. And mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I think that's true. In, in today's time, and actually, it's perfect that you said that because the last, our last uh, episode was with a guy that um, sells tools and he was a truck tool salesman, like a regular Snap on Mac, yeah. Michael guy. And he's an independent one now, but he basically turned that company onto social media. Now, he still has a truck route, but he sells. I, and I didn't get numbers out of him, but I can almost guarantee that his numbers on Facebook and what he sells tools on there is bet more than what he makes on, on his truck, you know? And it's oh, that same thing. It, like, yeah. you can't, yeah. you know, like, you basically have, and we've talked about this with other people, everyone has a, everyone has a phone that can connect. Nowadays, everyone has a phone almost that can connect to social media. So, basically, you can be in everyone's pocket all the time yeah. by just being diligent and yes there are you know there's still ways to do it without having to just you know like pay all the time but at the same time you know that also helps but now we, you know, we spend i spend no less than than 30 or 40 hours a week doing social media stuff mm-hmm. and that's posting stuff to you know we have we have a website that we do uh, mm-hmm. that we we no one else we don't have a web guy. It's me. Okay. And we don't have an Instagram guy. It's me. And we don't have a Facebook guy. It's me. Well, we do, but it's me. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, so we do all of our own videos and we do all of our own social media stuff and we do all of our own everything. And, and that and answering emails and, you know, responding and, and 
commenting on on other people's comments and answering questions. It's, mm-hmm. It is it is really close to a full time job right now, and as we grow, I think it's going to get uh, uh, well. It will one of two things will happen: either it will become an all encompassing monster, mm-hmm. or we'll have to just not answer everyone's comments on YouTube or, you know what I mean? Stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. You have to, you have to figure out like what's profitable at a certain point. And fortunately we're not, we're not there yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, and, and I, I want to touch on Patreon here in a little bit. I yeah. know you wanted to do that too. And that's, that's a really a terrific place for us to, uh, to have an audience that, uh, uh, we, we can, we can really communicate with people who are, are definitely into it. Not just the, you know, the, internet trolls who you know <laughs> tell me i'm fat or whatever it is yeah that they... yeah that's what well that's why i'm never on camera if you've seen <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm called bibster because i wear bib overalls all the time usually guys that have to wear bibs all the time are not skinny <laughs> i'm thinking about switching to bibs mrs texas toast is not really happy about that I, yeah like four years ago i think is when i made the switch and we're gonna go and if, i haven't really gotten to the history of it but basically we're gonna go four-wheeling on atvs and i thought man if i wear bibs I won't have mud all down my butt all day because I was, I'm a big guy and I'd always my butt crack would always be hanging out. So I got bibs. I wore them one time and I'm like, these are glorious and I've never turned back. Like mm. I wear them to church. Like <laughs> people know me. Like nice. I, somebody saw me once. I had a polo over the bibs and they didn't think I had bibs on. They're like, is something wrong? And I'm like, no, no, no. There's still bibs under here. <laughs> I happen to know uh, that you can fit a J frame Smith and Wesson in the uh, the the main pouch. Oh yes, of hard bibs. Oh yes, oh yes, you can. Whatever that's worth. But so, <laughs> just a little. That's a little free PSA that we won't, we're not charging for that one. But, that's right. So I found you through YouTube. Um, kind of. I was working on. I've been doing Thank some you. hackery refinish jobs. I call it. Um, uh-huh. but uh, and one of the things we were kind of getting on the point when you were talking about Patreon. Yeah. But, so what? What? What made you start with the YouTube channel? Was I mean, obviously you had you had a business before YouTube was ever even a, like a pipe dream. So what yeah. made you decide to go to YouTube? Um. Yeah, it was Jim Fuller, uh, who owns Rifle Dynamics mm-hmm. in um, in Las Vegas, and it was a bunch of people in the firearm industry actually that were doing it that I know, and Jim is one of those guys. Um, and they they were doing it, and I'm like, holy moly, these guys have a hundred zillion people watching them mm-hmm. and and i was watching them and i'm like wait a minute i can do that mm-hmm. um you know my, my my tagline at the end of all the videos is if you're so smart build it yourself and that was actually something that we that we did before youtube um we used to say that mm-hmm. um but uh it it sort of it, it occurred to me well wait a minute i'm so smart i have a camera i could probably do that mm-hmm. and so we started to do it and and I, I I found YouTube channels that I liked. None of them were guitar channels. Yeah. And uh, and I I sort of copied some of the things that they did. And um, uh, that's that's how we got that's how we got going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I but, really I like yeah. your style because you know Thanks. it's very uh, kind of I've I've told some other you know people this, but that's that style where it's you feel like watching the videos, you kind of get to know you as a person. So it's like one of those. It's weird now because we're actually talking in real life. And I'm like. Well, I've watched a bunch of his videos. I feel like I kind of know him, but he has no idea who I am. I'm some commenter. YouTube, but you let you know that many people into your life, mm-hmm. you 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 do see stuff, and and you you Talk see what's that? Talk about Nam and Gunner. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So so um, we you know we go to the the Nam show, which is yep. the National Association of Musicians Merchandising or mm-hmm. something, music merchandising, and 
and we, you know, see a lot of people that we've never, never met before who've seen us on YouTube and, and, you know, I'm like, I, I'm just some dude, Yeah. you know, why, why are you, I think that's your phone, Cody. I'm just some guy who, you know, I don't, and they're not starstruck by me. Uh, certainly no one would ever be starstruck by me, but, um, it's just, it's just, it's funny how the world gets to be a, a smaller, yeah. smaller place because of, because of social media. But, um, I was, I was talking about some of the people that, that I, I liked and, uh, it just, it, it seemed to me like, yeah, you kind of get to know those guys. And, mm-hmm. and if you have an active comment section, um, you know, ours isn't exactly like Mad Max, right? right now, but I, you know, I see some of these comment sections for guys who have, you know, a hundred thousand subscribers and there's no way they could keep up with. Oh no, comments. no. But you, you know, with, with our videos, I still try to comment or I still try to acknowledge everyone's comment, whether mm-hmm. it's, uh, you know, with actual text or with just, you know, like a thumbs up or mm-hmm. something. Try to, I try to get to every single one. And I, I still think I can do a pretty decent job with, with that, but yeah, and I think that's, I think that's important because as a person that you know does a lot of commenting and you know has been you know seen a lot of these bigger YouTube channels, like when you get, and I've told you guys this too, it's like it's weird because like you get the like, hey, they saw it, and you kind of think like, well, at least they, you know, like you think like there's at least like they read it, you know, like you feel like yeah, you know, your opinion matters versus sometimes you comment on stuff or you go to comment on a video and there's like two thousand comments, you're like there's no way anyone's gonna see this, like who cares what I'm saying, you know? Funny what people see though. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Well, and that's the worst part. You, you know, it's like, and the ones that usually get the most attention, it's like either, you know, it's because it's negative or something, you know? Yeah. And, and it's funny, you know, we, every so often I'll still get uh, a, 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 a troll, Yeah. but for the most part, I've, I've tried to steer our, our comment section through, um, through, you know, through action rather than inaction into something that's, like here we are really talking, you know, and if someone mm-hmm. sends me one of those things where, you know, uh, I can't remember the last one I got, but it was pretty funny. Um, I, I don't know. It was about yeah. my mom or something, but yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I can't remember, but yeah. So I still get a handful of those, mm-hmm. but um, it's, it, you know, I just basically shine a lot of that stuff on and, mm-hmm. and yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, uh, my, uh, my wife is in the background talking. I, I <laughs> no, worries, no worries. If I'm not being as coherent as oh, I, that's fine. That is that is no problem. Now, um, now one thing you you were talking we talked off air about this, and you kind of explained it in the videos, but you actually have monetization turned off on your YouTube channel, so that way I do. There's no you're on your own. There's no one's going to be telling you basically like, hey, you need to say this or you can't say this or you know. Yeah. What was that? What was that decision like? That was an easy decision, mm-hmm. um, mostly because at the time I made that decision, uh, I didn't. Uh, I couldn't figure out how to actually monetize the channel. Uh, I had enough. So on YouTube, you have to meet certain goals before you can say, for example, monetize the channel or have custom thumbnails, uh, you know, little pictures that, mm-hmm. that advertise your, your video or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the time there was, I tried to monetize and I couldn't. And then I decided I didn't want to mostly because some of my friends YouTube channels in the firearms industry were being demonetized oh, by yeah. YouTube. Oh yeah. And I thought this is the way this is going to go. I saw the writing on the wall, not, uh, you know, if you have a makeup channel or a cooking channel or a guitar channel, it's probably not going to ever be that big of a deal. But as soon as you say something 
on YouTube to to rock the boat a little bit, mm-hmm. you're going to draw attention to yourself. And I thought there's got to be a way to um, uh, to make money with YouTube uh, besides being beholden to YouTube. And lo and behold, there is something that the, the my uh, my gun buddies do called Patreon. Mm-hmm. A lot of mm-hmm. people do Patreon, not just yeah. the gun buddies, but. By and large, if you don't have a Patreon account now and you have a gun channel, you well, you don't make any money. No, you're on not. Yeah. And by the way, YouTube was never intended to be uh, a money maker for us. We yeah. didn't we didn't make a dime for the first several years mm-hmm. with YouTube, uh, and we still don't make money with YouTube. Now we make a little bit of money with Patreon. Cool. And Patreon is a really cool thing because it is it's all viewer supported. Um. So what basically happens is I have I have lots of tiers of Patreon supporters and uh you know for a buck a month you can support the channel and if you uh you know for 2 bucks a month you get something else and for 3 bucks a month you get something else. Um we're doing something with Patreon though that because we're an actual manufacturing facility um the way we have it worked out is that every dollar, and not everybody does this. As a matter of fact, I bet you nobody else does this. <laughs> but but every dollar that you send to us in Patreon can be used towards your next thing that you buy from Texas Toast. Oh, so okay. If you wanted to buy a three thousand dollar guitar and you're a buck a month Patreon subscriber, well, it's going to take a while for that to happen. But um, you. Uh, uh, you can you can do you can do several different tiers. Um, so, uh, some tiers uh, you get a you get a free T-shirt, and uh, if you want to pay a dollar a month, you can you know get a get a T-shirt in twenty five months or, or whatever it yeah. is. So, um, and so that actually costs us money mm-hmm. because Patreon takes a cut. Yep. That. Um, but it's just a way to you know most of the people on Patreon are really well. I'm not gonna say most. All of the people on Patreon are really cool. Yeah, because they, you know, the the guys there are always like, "Hey, we're here to support the channel." Mm-hmm. Um, they they like it. They get something out of it, and uh, it's about one percent. Yeah, which uh, is which is you know pretty. And I think yeah. that I think Patreon's really. I mean, there's some people that <clears throat> for some reason like there's kind of this like weird like. Some people are like, "Oh, I'm not for it," and I'm like, "I'm looking. I look at it like it allows you to basically pick, like, if there's a certain YouTuber." And the the hard part is it usually being like, you know, you want to be able to support everybody, but you know, you can't support everybody because you're like, "Oh my gosh!" Sure. But it it allows you to be like, you know what? Like, I support this channel. I may not be able to buy a guitar right now, but I can help at least support it. Yeah. And with your, I mean, that's a great deal. Where you know, if it's basically like, "Oh, well, I can get a T-shirt in two years," and you know, so it's really like you're supporting it, but really you're just like long-term buying a t-shirt or you know some kind of what other product what other whatever other product you're trying to you know you're working with and i'm okay with that like i say most of the people that uh, that are there on patreon if not all the people that are there on patreon are um you know they're 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 true believers and yeah. they're that one percent let's come right back to that they yeah. really are mm-hmm. um, they're people that dig what we do um and you know with no patreon support it, it it's not going to be something that we if we if all Patreon support dries up and blows away, it's not like the channel's gonna uh, gonna disappear. Yeah. But man, it sure makes buying tools to review uh, a cool thing, and mm-hmm. it makes uh, you know uh, 
doing these videos, it, it, it's a little bit of money uh, for uh, for the same amount of effort. And, and so it's, it's, it's a cool thing. Um, yeah. The other neat thing that we do uh, to try and build revenue, a revenue stream with YouTube is the Amazon affiliate program. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, it's one of those things where like, if, uh, if I use a, I don't know, a, a set of calipers or, or, a, a, a clamp and I have a link to the Amazon page and people go, Oh, I want one of those calipers or, or I want that clamp and they buy it. Then I get, I don't know, five cents or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Of, 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 yeah. So that's, so that's kind of a cool thing. It's not, uh, it's not a lot of money. It's not regular money, but it's something. So yeah. Yeah, I think that's cool. I think there's, and it's kind of something to think about if you're if you're out there kind of going, well, you know, I want to do the YouTube thing, but I'm worried I've, I missed the boat. We talked we talked beforehand about that, and yeah. I'm I'm a believer of like it's not too late, you know, like you haven't missed the boat, um, but there are ways to make it work faster than what necessarily it's going to take for you to make like if you just try and do it traditionally. Like there's ways to you know make the channel like have more people see it, and there's a lot of it's not necessarily like you know using money, but it's just how you make the videos, how you word things like. All that for for you guys. What was the video we kind of talked before about this? What was the video that kind of like spiked the market for your for your YouTube channels? You know, it was kind of going along, and all of a sudden, boom! Far and away, our most popular video was how to make a super cool guitar out of scrap wood. Uh huh. Um, and uh, it it has double the amount of views that any of our other more popular videos have. It's mm-hmm. it's far and away the most popular video, and um, the most comments, the most views. Um, and it's 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 funny. I don't I I still don't know what people want to watch on YouTube, and that's <laughs> something. Let's 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 come back around to your whether or not people should be on YouTube. I would say if you if you if you want to start making money, YouTube is not the easiest way to start making money. Yeah. Oh no no no. <laughs> if you want to make videos and you have a lot of fun doing it and you have something to say, you're trying to make a statement, then YouTube is great. But uh, yeah, so so that's you know that's the reason to do it. It's sort of like being in a band. If yeah. you're if you join a band because you want to get signed by a record label and you want to be on MTV, all that all that shit's gone. That, that that's yeah. done. There's no more of that stuff. But if you want to make music and you want to write songs and have a good time, then then that's the way to do it. And YouTube is really the same way. I, I think that maybe the days of the YouTube Internet Millionaire might be over. Unless you have a Chewbacca mask. Unless you have a Chewbacca mask. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, if you know, if you have something to say, or you have a recipe that's really great, or you have a, I don't know, a lawn mowing trick that there's hey. there's all that stuff that that it's a, it's amazing what is on YouTube. Oh yeah, and, I uh, yeah. I don't know how many things. I mean, it's like. And not just like in like when I'm looking at guitar stuff or anything, I'm like, I wonder what that is. Oh, let me search for it. Like I'll be working on something at work and be like, oh, I wonder what I gotta do here. Go to YouTube, well, search yeah. like do 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 do. Boom, there it is. And so that's the that's what the great power about it is. And so there is like, you know, basically anything and everything. There's probably an audience. It just depends on how big your audience is. In the guitar world, we feel like there's a really big audience to everything. But when in the big picture, like all guitar stuff is kind of a niche. You know, yeah. I mean, it's a pretty good niche, but it's still. Like, like in the podcasting world, we joked around that we're not a guitar podcast. And the, the reason I joke about that is for we're on some dumb one of those like you know internet created lists that's not really accurate. Yeah, it have to be some some classification. Yeah, right? and well, it says that we're in like the top thirty of guitar podcasts, but it's funny because right. for the last 
except for the last two months, all we've talked about is racing. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. we're not even guitar. That's like I keep telling people, I'm like, if you listen past before September, all like all summer long it was like local motorsports, and here's this guy from Canada that races mud drags yeah. and all this stuff that's not even like I mean the the only thing we had guitar related is that I played my ukulele on the intro. <laughs> <laughs> and it was usually me making something up, but yeah. So it's, but I think there's so many, there's so much stuff out there, and it's you know if, you, if you're interested in something, you might as well start now because in all reality, your whatever smartphone you have is probably good enough to start. You know, oh, absolutely, making videos. And I think there's a, there's a thought where you got to spend all this money on making videos, and you're like, I, I don't think you really have to. Here's the neat thing to me about YouTube is it takes it takes power away from people who don't care. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it puts it back into the, um, if you care enough about a topic and you care enough to make a statement about that topic in a video form on YouTube, you have effectively taken all the power away from the people who don't care. Mm -hmm. Um, whether, and you know, that could be, it doesn't have to be YouTube. It could be, you go on a forum, which I don't, I don't go on anymore, but, but you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's, um, uh, if you sit around and wait for the discovery channel to have a show about guitar builders, which they ought to, and we ought to be the shop that they, that they, uh, uh, feature. Mm -hmm. But if you sit around and wait for that to happen, um, you, you will realize very quickly that, you you are in a niche market and no one cares about that niche market. Now mm-hmm. I'm I'm flabbergasted that there's enough of a moonshining community that the Discovery <laughs> Channel has a show about yeah. it. Yeah, um, and guitars don't, but we are actually uh, uh, we're still we're still pushing for that. Oh, I think I th- I think it'd be great. You know, the person I, and you were talking about the Discovery thing, and I was actually listening to a podcast earlier this week. Um, oh yeah, the Discovery Channel. Yeah, we we've actually um, uh, been in communication with a handful of people who make. TV shows and it hasn't gone anywhere yet, but we keep trying. So. Well, and that's what I was, and what we were talking before we had about. If you're hearing this now, there'll be hopefully it edited out where we had a connection issue. But um, I was listening to it's called the Kibby and Finnegan Show. Now it's going to be called Kibby and Friends, where they review the Dukes of Hazard and other movie reviews. It's a really fun podcast if you're into that kind of stuff. But they were talking about how Richard Rollins for the uh, Discovery Fast and Loud, he yep. approached Discovery eight times to sell oh, that yeah, show. He- so it's like, you know, you, you look at it now in the empire that's kind of built around that. And I guess they say, like, uh, off camera, he's not as much of a kind of tool. But because um, he kind of seems. Yeah, there, you, yeah, there's no way you there's can no, keep up the persona. There's no way. Beats. Like, but I mean, there's just kind of that, like, but they say that he approached eight times, which shows you, you know, like you were talking about that. That first seven times they looked at it like there's not a market. And then now he's the number one thing they have, you know, other than, you know, make like, um the street outlaws and stuff like that. But it's after, like after 15 years, he's an overnight success. Yeah. Oh, exactly. And it's, but to, when you look at it, when you, you know, when you flip the channel on, on TV and you see the show, you're like, well, that's, over, you know, look, look at that. He, he must've just had that from the get go. And yeah. you don't look at like all of the flips, you know, all the, all what's, what's led up to that. So yeah, I think that's kind of what YouTube has taken that power away from some people like that and kind of been like here, you know, here's a platform. You produce it all yourself and then you put it out there for everyone to see. Yeah. And you know, but yeah, so that's, that'd be cool. I, I mean, it really doesn't, it really doesn't, I don't get why there's not, you know, uh, uh, it's one of these, you know, reality style shows around a, a well, it's something builder. that we're, that we're actively pursuing, mm-hmm. um, you know, and we'll, we'll see if we can't help make some of that happen. Yeah. Um, 
I think that the the reality show where it's a bunch of knuckleheads doing a bunch of knucklehead stuff, uh, that might not be something that's popular anymore. But uh, one of the things that does seem to be popular is um, I guess you know what I I I think knuckleheads doing knucklehead stuff is still popular. But yeah, somehow I think maybe uh, like contests and a bunch of guys who what's the one where they make knives or they make um, oh yeah um yeah forge and fire. I love that one. <laughs> they get together and have like a ridiculous time limit and, and get people to make stuff. And then, yeah, I think that that might be something something that you could do with guitars or, um, uh, yeah, who knows? Well, yeah, I mean, because you think about it, if there's such an industry, there has to be more people building guitars because building guitars, yes, you takes a lot of equipment, but you don't have to have a forge in your backyard. Like, the no, fact there's that, thousands that, of people making. Yeah, yeah. So make, it's like the. The fact that they can pull enough people to build, and I love that show. I'm not at all knocking it. Like it's one of my favorites, yeah. just because it's crazy. But to think about that industry can pull enough to have its own show, you could easily do. And it would have to be a different concept because obviously building a guitar in three hours would be like barely, barely playable if it started I've off as. I wondered piece of pie. how you would do it. I have. <laughs> I wondered a lot how you would make a guitar show or what you could make in in a day or three yeah. hours. Yeah. There's a there's another show out now called. <sighs> master of arms or master at arms and i think they give them they have like a they start with i don't know a handful of guys and they give them some knucklehead challenge and they do some of it and they vote on who makes the best and then they give them a week or or three days or something to 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 come up with something in there i there's bound to be a way and and i'm sure we'll see more of that yeah i think Uh, that seems more popular than the the old reality show trick of like get a family that argues once in a while film just the argument or all the time yeah. or yeah or all the time <laughs> make it look like it's all the time put them on yeah. tv everyone alone everyone's kind of been like okay we've we want to see you know and that's why like some of the channels that i've watched and been more like especially like on car shows wise like i was always a bigger fan of roadkill because it was seemed real you know and it is real like i mean you talk to that's the guys and Chris's it's like ones, you know it? like that's they the they don't screw around and i've met a couple of them it's like yeah there's that's not like they're not screwing around when it's like, oh, this is bad. They're like, no, this really – this sucks, <laughs> you know? But it's, again, they don't really – their whole thought has been we don't want to be the car show that they fix it on. You know, they fix it in a course of a month and then say it was done in two days. Yeah. Oh, we just we just did it. You're like, yeah, we just painted this car. You're like, how is the paint not dry? Or how is how's the paint dry at this point? Well, we'll see. You know, it's funny how um, uh, trends come and go, and, and it seems like – uh, there, there was a time when there was a lot of gun stuff on discovery and then mm-hmm. somebody shoots something or somebody and then they take all the gun shows off and then yeah. they kind of start sneaking them back in. And there was, mo- remember the discovery channel was the motorcycle channel essentially for, oh, yeah. for about a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So now they've got the, the street racing, which I, you know, I watched that stupid show and this, this <laughs> season I stopped watching. I'm like, this is dumb. They're at a track and yeah, I, well, I, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. they've always been at a quote unquote track it's not been a yeah, real but now it's like oh we're racing for points and we're yeah come it's on. It, well now which is well it's, it's just turning to drag racing and it's kind of become like and if you talk i've had friends a friend of mine went to one of the no prep races huh? and was talking to one of the guys like just candidly and he basically was like yeah we have to like they want us to act all you know a certain way and blah blah yeah. blah and he was just like i'm like see that's not cool like i'd rather just be like hey i have a really fast car here it is. No like BS, no drama. Like it's pretty neat. Let's 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 go race. Not like twenty minutes of arguing. One race yeah. at the end, and the race is in the last thirty seconds. And then I we have pre- a friend who uh, 
I have an acquaintance who, <laughs> who had a show on Discovery Channel. Uh-huh. And uh, he was here in Colorado, and he had a gun shop. And um, he he was telling me a little bit about the show that he had. Mm-hmm. And he said, everything that you thought was fake was fake, and everything that you thought was real was fake. <laughs> um and all the stories were real, but they basically recreated them for the, you know, the, the show. Yeah. So it was real stuff that happened that they acted out later, later on. on. Yeah. Uh, Which, but if, you, if you're somebody that's ever been around filming stuff, mm-hmm. like I've always said that because I used to, way, way back in the day, I used to work on a video team. And kind of, so you kind of all of a sudden realize, like, wait a minute. That can't happen. How does that person have a mic? Like you have to stage a lot of it. Yeah, you know, it's like which and you, and you get like and it's hard because once you when you kind of can see like the wizard behind the closet or behind the curtain, you're like, wait a minute, oh no, everything's a lie. This is all fake. I'm done watching. You know, like and then it's hard to not you know have those you know be kind of tinted with that idea. But yeah, I think uh, and that's what's kind of cool about YouTube because you can kind of choose like, do you want to just be where like like your videos where it's kind of like it seems like it's you and a camera talking about the project you're working on. You know, candidly, that, yeah. you know, not like not trying to spice it up. Just like, here's a project, you know, having fun with it, knowing like, you know, like the now one we are trying to do a little bit more spicing up lately. Uh, yeah. We've got we did one recently and, and we got a lot of good response from it. Not, um, you know, not as much as as the most watched video that we have, but uh, where, you know, it was it was about what was it, about 15, 16 minutes long. And there was a lot of. Hey, I'm, 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 I'm going to blah, blah, blah. And I'm going to, you've been doing this and blah. Yeah. Just a lot of bull crap for the camera. Yeah. But we threw some of that in just because it was kind of funny. And we thought, well, this is so dumb. Why don't we, you know, put some of this silly there just for fun and see what happens. Yeah. Because like I, like I was saying before, I have no idea what people want to watch on YouTube. Yeah. It's, and it's not a, yeah. It's it's true because again most and, and it because with YouTube you can kind of you know you get to pick what you watch so it's a very it's no one accident well I mean autoplay happens but no, usually people don't accidentally stumble upon videos usually it's like they watch something and then it's like oh hey what's this like I think yeah I think for you it was literally I was I was doing a refinish on a guitar and then I saw something on the fabric top refinishes or uh-huh. doing the fabric top stuff then I dive into that I have my project planned and the fabric picked out have not bought it yet. But hey, come it, on, just go buy it. It's like five dollars. Well, it is. It's a matter of it's. So I'm going to test it. It's. I want to actually test it on it. I have a body that I can test on. It's like an uh-huh. old first act. I want to test it on that first because my only thing is, and don't hate me, but I'm probably going to use. I'm going to try and use a different a sealer because I'm like, ooh, a hundred dollars for the seal, like for a court. I'm like, this might not work. And my my brother in law works for a Valspar, and he's like, well, try this stuff. I'm like, okay. Well, I- yeah, I, I, I guarantee you that the stuff we use will work, yep, yep. but that does not mean that nothing else will yeah. work. And that's why I want to test it first because I'm yeah. also I'm I like the I'm a fan of like the painted over series. So what the, when I'm like the final project will end up being fabric and then painted over and then sanded back to some to show some of the fabric through. I'm I'm copying what Fender did because I'm not spending three thousand dollars on a, on a custom shop when my. Uh, Hundred dollar yeah, Epiphone can do the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think you will be, you will be astounded at just how easy fabric tops oh, are. It, it looks. And I'm, oh, I'm kind of moving out of that, but for a while there, I was the fabric top guitar guy. Now, having said that, I did not start it. I, I am, you know, I'm a, I'm a stepchild of the. Fa- There's yeah. lots more smarter people than me have done that and have done it for a lot longer than I have. I just. 
had a you know YouTube channel and and started doing it and and people I, I I got that a lot at the Nam show last year. Hey, it's the the you did the fabric guitar and and yeah, I sure did. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, I I am not the I'm I did not innovate that. I yeah, just. Yeah, exploded on YouTube. Yeah, and I think <laughs> well, and, and, and in all reality, the one the video the first video I watched that had like when you showed how to do it, I literally was watching it going, wait, that's that's it, like that's, it. that's yep. all. And yep. I'm like in my head, I'm like, okay, I got that in the basement. Like I could probably go try this right now, but the last time the last refinish I did, I only did it because I knew I could do it in a day. And I'm like, I'm gonna have to take longer than a day on this one. I better if, I better if, think if, for a minute. If <laughs> do it right, it'll take you a little bit of time. But yeah. yeah, you will be astonished at just how easy yeah. it is, and it's and how cool it is. They are cool. I have a I have a, a Harley Benton, which is like a knockoff. It's a Toman brand, yeah. and I have a, the Black Paisley. It's actually sitting next to me, and that was hmm. the one. Like I played that before, and people were like, "That looks kind of cool." I'm like, "Yeah." And yeah, I, presumably that's fabric or some kind of paper. It might be. A, yeah, I can't tell, okay. and it's. I mean, it's. For the price range, it might be a paper, but it works and it plays, and I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's really cool. Yeah, it, it, and and they're kind of neat, and it's not as like flamboyant as like because I'm like I don't want to have my first fabric one or Paisley be the pink one because that's kind of like that's a Ooh, lot of guitar. Got, <laughs> gotta have the pink one. Yeah, yeah, that's it's, it's on the list. yeah. On Chicks the list. take the pink one. Mm-hmm. Hey, but yeah, well, Matt, um, we've been going for a while here, and I know you probably got a bunch of stuff to do. I see you're still at the shop. Um, so I'm thanks still for at the shop. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> What's your next? Give us a little tip. Uh, what's your next video you got coming out? If you want to kind of release it here, uh, I yeah, you do so, a series on um, the next. The yeah, so one of the projects that we're working on. There's two very very popular projects that we've got going right now. One is the Guitarwood Experts uh, Non Reverse Firebird that we're doing for the Nam Show in mm-hmm. conjunction with our buddies at Guitarwood Experts. Mm-hmm. And the other is our complete rework of the Yngwie Malmsteen. Signature strap. Yep, yep. So those we should have videos coming out about those um, in the next few days. I've also uh, we bought a new um, some new tools and we've got some videos coming out about the new tools. Uh, one of the things that we're trying to do is branch out into mm, being more of a woodworking channel than okay. just being a guitar specific woodworking channel. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're gonna try and we're gonna see you know which. Which one does uh, does what? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and like I said, I have no idea what people want to watch on YouTube. So we'll keep throwing a bunch of stuff up there and see what sticks. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, that's... So yeah, we've got we've got three kind of new things that are happening right now, um, and that's what they are. Cool. Well, if you are wondering, you've been listening this whole time, you're going, "How do I follow this?" There'll be links in the description to the website. You have a Facebook group, I'm guessing, or Facebook page. We do. Facebook yeah, page. So we have Facebook, Instagram. We have a. a the website, texastoastguitars.com. Of course, we have the YouTube page. Um, you can come over to my house and bring me beer if you want, you know, whatever That's you want. That's an option. Yeah. All right, yeah. So there will be links, obviously not links to the uh, the house, but there will be links to all the other ones in the description below. So if <laughs> you are wondering. Links to and Coors Light. Yes. <laughs> but if you are wondering about following, like I said, it's a lot of fun. Even if you're, you don't have to be into guitars to kind of figure out, like, oh, that's kind of cool how you do that. And it's, it's really fun atmosphere-style channel. It's not like. Here's this guitar. I'm gonna refinish it. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of. It seems like I there's a lot of those channels out there though too. There is, and that's usually God, puts me to sleep. Those usually put me to sleep. I I mean, like <laughs> there are ones that I'm like, if I put them on at night, I'm like, well, this will help me doze off. And then there's ones I'm like, nope, I can't do that. But yeah, uh, <laughs> but yeah, Matt, thanks for uh, coming on. We'll talk here in a minute when we get off the air. But yeah, you guys for, all know how we do me things. On the show and. Uh, um, if anybody has any suggestions about what people want to watch on YouTube, please send them my way. Probably make up videos and unboxing toys. But uh, 
makeup video. You know what I could do? I think the one of our guitars. We should. You should. You should unbox. You should. You should have one video where you box the guitar up, and then the next week do the unboxing video. You have to do that. Do it. You'd be like, we're gonna box this up. The it's going to be the most boring video and the one that gets watched the most. You watch how to pack a guitar. Honestly, is there probably would be some people that watch that because as much stuff that gets sold on Reverb nowadays, it'd be good for it there to be like a, like, here's the best way to ship it when you ship it with it's possibly going to get thrown out of an airplane. <laughs> you heard it here first. The next, the next, one of the next Texas Toast videos is going to be a boxing video. A boxing, and then later it'll be an unboxing. Send yep. it, just like send it somewhere. You should, wait, no, oh, there we. That's what you do. Could, could, we, t- could we release that video on December twenty sixth? Yes. yes, yes, I like it. I'm in. So you heard it here, folks. It's going to have to happen now. The right. boxing video. Brainstorming uh, works. <laughs> brainstorming on a podcast. But yeah, Matt, thanks for coming on again. We'll sit and talk a little bit here thanks in a minute. But again, listeners, you guys know how we finish these things. Bye.